Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. Wow, Lauren, future president of Club 400. William, what's up, buddy? Not much. You ready to rock and roll? Yeah, I was wondering, have you been listening to the Cubs on the radio lately? On the radio and on TV, but especially on the radio with my guy, Pat Hughes. I'll tell you what, I want to give a special shout-out to our sponsor, Tovar Snow Removal, our guy, Eric Hartman, which I forgot to do on our last podcast. Is doing Club 400, has added Club 400 and all his ads on 670 the score throughout the entire 2020 season. So if you've ha- heard Club 400 on the radio before, during, and after the game, you haven't heard it wrong. You've actually heard us, Club 400, proud sponsor, Tovar, proud sponsor of Club 400. So they're talking about us on the Cubs game. It's unbelievable. I was driving the other day down the street. And all of a sudden, I hear Club 400 because I wasn't completely paying attention. And I'm like, whoa, that is awesome. So special shout out to our sponsor, Tovar, Eric Hartman. We appreciate you. Thanks for including us in your advertisement. Let's start the show. All right, everybody. When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate, for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employee. The Club 400 podcast is on the air, and unlike 2020, this podcast does not suck, William. No, it does not. It's a thing of beauty. And our Cubs. They don't are suck either. 16 and 8. It's beautiful, isn't it? And your Twinkies are what's the Twinkies right now? 16 and 9. By the way, can I ask you a question? You're yeah, on a right. Cubs podcast. And all you do is post Minnesota Twins stuff. That is false. Fake news. I haven't seen any Cubs posts by you. Every single time they win, I post the same W on my Facebook page. I'm quit waiting for you to post a W flag or something, but you don't do that. No, I post my W. That's the winning W. Every single game. There's 16 of them up there. Anyway. Why are we fighting? I don't know. You know what? We're not even talking about politics. I know, because every day I wake up and I see somebody fighting with somebody. But guess what? We don't fight here at Club 400. We make love. We make love to beer, and we make love to baseball. We are lovers, not fighters. That's for sure. So, man, it's so good to be back, fresh off our event over there with Betsy and Aiden at 1050 Waveland Avenue. A successful rooftop party, I must say. 
I was not there. I know. I know. Can you believe that? William, he's secretly mad at me because I didn't go full consultation mode with him. But we were looking at the Minnesota Twins game in September, and I was afraid to do that because of the atmosphere around baseball at the time. I wanted to get it over and done. I wanted to give everybody the opportunity to go out there. And I'll tell you what, just like any event, if the weather is good, the event is great. And we had perfect, perfect weather that night. Got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a while. I met some new friends. And, you know, just like always, the Club 400 crew came. They represented Everybody had a good time. I think that everybody felt that they were safe, and the Cubs won. And we almost had a no-hitter that game. Wouldn't that have been something, William? That was crazy. If you would have seen a no-hitter from a roof that, that'd be epic. Uh, We were thinking it was going to happen. Darvish was on cruise control, and then uh, he let up a hit. But uh, the Cubs ended up winning, and they have been winning quite a bit, except for that little... uh, Slur, uh, little issues over there on the weekend when we we lost to, what was it the Brewers right and uh, yeah Brewers man they're tough they're a good baseball team they are and uh, and you they're know what White Sox weekend the, this de- the debut of this episode will come out uh, probably on Saturday and hopefully the Cubs will win we're recording this right before the Friday night game right William William has got a nice cold beverage in front of him I have a nice cold beverage from him and we have well, speaking of that. What beverage are Stu and William drinking tonight? What are we drinking tonight, Stu? Club 400, the beer. The lager, I should say. Is that say. what you're drinking? I am drinking a Club 400 lager straight from Chris Lake Brewery. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing it, but if you guys right now don't have a beer in front of you, I say go fuck it and grab a beer, all right? Because I, I swore because I'm tired of 2020. I'm tired of the stress. I'm tired of the politics. But I'm loving that baseball is back, buddy. Well, I am not drinking a Club 400 beer. My first beer tonight is actually from the great state of Michigan and the Sagatuck Brewing Company. It's called Blueberry Lemonade Shandy. Sounds excellent. It's very good. Very tasty. Sounds like a summer beer to me. It's only I can only have one though. It's not one for every inning. And since the game hasn't started yet, I haven't started with my club four hundreds, but I will soon. So before the game starts, uh, I would like to bet you every time the Cubs hit a home run tonight, we do a shot of Malort. Are you ready to do that, William? No, we don't. Uh, how about we do? A Jaeger. We do love Malort, but no, we do not. Malort is a sponsor of the show, by the way. Oh, I love Malort. It's the best. Chris was going to come over here, our Malort guy, our Jepson's Malort guy. I invited him over here tonight to watch the game. Unfortunately, um, he's he didn't have a babysitter. But anyways, we're gonna get we're gonna get Malort on Jepson Malort on. Uh, maybe we can get the founder and talk to him about how he came up with that unbelievable creation. That would be great. Like what was his. Where, where, what was his inspiration from? His, his, right. uh, his shoe? His uh, old gym shoe? I don't know. We'll, we maybe find that out. And our contest is still going on, by the way, on our Facebook page through the end of the month to come up with what is your best explanation of what Malort tastes like. So I have, got we have eight swag bags here waiting to go out. Yeah, we have hundreds of responses, but we still have several days for for more. So make sure to hit up our Facebook page, Club 400 Podcast and put in what you think Malort tastes like. All right. Can you play the one? Where could people find Club 400, William? Are you? I, I see how good he is. He's got this new fancy board. 
You mean the beer? No, like information about our events, which, by the way, I'm going to give you a second to find it. But anyways, <laughs> our uh, events. Well, you know, it, you know, how do people find out what's going on oh, with yeah, Club yeah, yeah. 400? Let's see if we see we got this new system. I'm gonna see how good William is. I'm, see, I threw him a curveball. He's looking for a fastball. He's looking for an easy one. <laughs> I was looking. For I threw him a curveball, and you know what? Next might be a change. Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. 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 You're listening to Club 400 Podcast, a show about Cubs fans for Cubs fans. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, William, let's get into some controversy, okay? I mean, it's controversy. It's 2020. Yes. yes. I want to know. I mean, everything that is nothing seems to be getting blown up into a big deal. And I understand why people were hurt because of it or, or were offended by it. But let's talk about well, the three-man booth that the Marquee Network is doing. Uh, they've been having guys like uh, Ryan Dempster and... Uh, you know, Brian Sandberg, Sandberg's been Grace. in there. Yeah, Grace and Grace got in a little bit of trouble, and it caused him to get, I think, a minor Suspe- suspension yeah. at least for calling his wife, his ex-wife, his ex-wife, a dingbat. So, What's your take on that, William? And I'll tell you mine when you're done. Okay, so I think it's ridiculous that he's getting suspended for that. I think dingbat is fine. I don't think it's a nice thing to say necessarily. Did you listen? Did you hear it live when it was happening? I did. Okay, so did I. And I actually didn't think anything about it until you called me a dingbat on Facebook the next week. I know it wasn't fun, but. Right. Um, you know, I, I just, I think we're too sensitive right now. With good reason on a lot of stuff, but it can't filter down into everything. And we can't take everything from like what would be a two to a ten. You know, it just right. doesn't work. If, if we do that, nobody's going to be able to say anything. And you have to be afraid to say stuff today, whether it's on something public or just when you're out with people. Well, what's your take on it? Well, f- thankfully, Tom, Tom Brenneman said here, uh, uh, Mark Grace said here, hold my beer. You know, and Tom Brenneman just kind of stole his thunder away uh, with that, which was quite different, in my opinion. What Tom did was was terrible. I don't I, I mean. First of all, it, those type of words uh, shouldn't be in your vocabulary. It's not something you should say off air, on air, or even think about. It's not me as a person. I denounce what Tom Brennan did. But Mark Grace, I mean, he was just, you know what Mark Grace was doing? He was trying to be funny, calling her, like, ding bad. That's, that's, that's so, not a bad thing. No, I mean, it, it, he was trying to be funny, and he, he picked the wrong kind of situation uh, to use, you know? If you're sensitive. It, yeah, mean, right. I don't know. I, and the whole, I, I laughed during the whole thing. I enjoyed it, but I said, oh, he's going to catch some slack for that. I mean, he's already getting some abuse because of his l- kind of lack of personality and, like, he needs to jazz it up a little bit is stuff I'm reading, you know, online, Grace. Well, and, I'm, well going back to this, you guys, we've had over 30 Chicago Cub players here. 30. All right? I'm a little biased, too, okay? I'm, I, I, I do talk to Mark Grace from time to time. Uh our number one, in my opinion, which I did with him, and it wasn't because of me, trust me, because honestly, I didn't have to do anything, but he was, without a doubt, if you were to rank all my Q&As, all Club 400's Q&As here that we've done, Mark Grace was A, number one, without a doubt, and Mark Grace was as cool as he was on the mic, off the mic, 
So yeah, I'm biased. I like Grace. I don't mind the three-man booth. I don't mind a little bit of fun. Uh, I don't think it needs to go on for four or five innings, maybe two or three. And I think, you know, this is all new to everybody. So you got to you gotta have a little bit of patience. You got to let... You got to let these guys be able to figure it out. Who ta- you know, there's, there's a, you know, when you've got a three-man booth, it takes a while to, to work together smoothly. Three-man booth with no fans right. in the stadium. So you are entertaining. From well, separate locations also, by usually, the way. Usually, yes, and in a different location. Mark Grace is probably in his underwear right. in Arizona in his house wearing a suit jacket right. and a shirt, you're but not, probably in his underwear. You're not sitting next to the person. It would be like if you and I were doing our show here over the phone. You know, it's hard to read what the other person's thinking and, and doing and stuff if you can't see their their face, you know? Right. So, and I'm, I'm disappointed, not in you, you said it, but I'm disappointed that people are actually comparing that and using that kind of in the same sentence as the Brenneman thing. Well, I, I just think well, Brennan thing happened at the same. You know, it happened, a couple days yeah, after. and it kind of like Mark Grace. You know, the whole Mark Grace thing disappeared because, like I said, you know, you're holding my beer. I'll take over from here, and uh, but that was very unfortunate. I know, like uh, a lot of Cub fans don't like Tom Brennan, but you got to understand the Brennan name in Cincinnati. Uh, his dad, Marty, uh, who's been an announcer, for, who is Cincinnati. I remember I listened to Marty's send off to Cincinnati. It was very heartfelt, and. I do feel for Tom uh, because Tom's, I, a, Tom's a very, very good at what he does. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's good, whether you like yeah. the Reds or not. He, he's he, good. he made a bad mistake and he showed his ass at the same time because it's like I said, it's not something I would, you know, you could give me a hot mic and I'm going to say what I'm going to say, but that kind of stuff just doesn't compute out of my brain, you know? Right. And it's just not, it's not me. But in uh, 2020, with all that we have going on, um, he should have been a lot more aware of what was going on and it's just a terrible situation uh but mark grace come on guys let mark grace come back in the booth let, let these guys try to work it out i love mark grace and you know what i couldn't I, I was so happy when he got brought back into the organization because i do think he adds color and obviously he brought some color pretty quick not the kind of color he wanted to bring but at the same time uh he'll be a great part of the uh, cubs family and i know there's some people you know, who don't like Mark Grace, but I mean, there's a lot of people who don't like a lot of people. We realize that. But as far as a classic Cub, Mark Grace is definitely one of them. Mark, we can't wait to get you back at least here to Club 400 and, at some point. Buddy. And the, uh, it was a temporary suspension, right? I believe so, Which, yeah. Which, if that's the case, I don't think that uh, Reds can bring back Brennan. No, Brennan's gone for good. I don't see, he's already, they've already canceled them from the NFL and um, the Reds. You know, I think I don't think the Reds will bring him back either. Unless, I mean, time does heal all wounds. Um, but the punishment for those two things kind of fit the crime. Is yeah. what I guess I'm saying. You know, how well, you, well, you not only represent a baseball team, you represent the city. You know, well, you and, represent the people and the organization, and especially the, right. with the marquee network, the network too. And right. you know what? I guess if if they're really strict about not saying or insinuating, I mean, when I think his wife's a dingbat, you think you know. Right. Not all I've been I've been called a lot worse to my face from my wife, and she would probably <laughs> right. call like she called me a dingbat at a club for heart party. I'd laugh. You would, you would. But this was on TV, yeah, and you got a TV. diverse audience. And I guess I I mean, does I it have to it? do it because it was a woman? Maybe I don't know. There's a lot of stuff like we were saying outside of baseball that's going on. That's yeah. People are hypersensitive. You know, hypersensitive. I mean, and they should be, I guess, because there's so much. This year sucks. 
Well, I want to ask you this, William, and, uh, and I was thinking about this the other day, but I am thoroughly enjoying the baseball games. I am watching them. But at the same time, man, it just doesn't feel like, a, well, it isn't a normal se- se- uh, season. I mean, first of all, you have seven inning double headers. You have runners going on at second base. But it just doesn't, and maybe as we get closer, uh, which we're, you know, one-third of uh, no, season's over with. No, next week it's half over. And then, That's where it really hits home that it doesn't seem right. like a real season. It's just so far like to it me. It started. I'm enjoying it, but like I'm not into it like I probably normally would be. But that thing, I'm watching all the games and stuff. Right. But like I'm not. Well, we're so used to a ton of spring training games. We're also used to the beginning of the season, April, crappy weather. The pitchers usually start out pretty hot. Hitters can't hit, which is happening right now. Like, you know, I don't remember the last time Javi got a hit. Well, let's talk about that. I want, and that was, you brought me right into where I was going in is, uh, you know, there's a lot of podcast. We're just going to talk about our, our, me and Williams, 2020 Cubs observations. All right. So go Javi. What's with Javi? He's definitely not hitting the ball. Well, there's a lot of guys that are slumping and it seems to be catchy, but um, Javi, did, you, did you hear about BLMD? It's a, it's a new movement. No. That stands for Brian lose Bryant losing money daily, okay? Because that guy ain't hitting the ball at all. Not at all. Costing himself lots of money. There's a thing going around, and I want to ask you what you think about it. Do you because it's just kind of Bryant, is he is he soft? Because it seems like he has a lot of little injuries, and then when he has a little injury, uh, he can't work his way past it and he simply can't hit. Here's the thing with Bryant. This is the year. Like, he's probably gone after this year, right? But this is the year that he's got to step up and put up huge numbers so he gets paid next year, right? Well, it's the big contract. He's not doing it at all. This is the, like everyone when they have a contract year. You, they step up, but this is this is a different type of contract year, sixty game contract year. So you it's a small even... it's a small sample size because if you if you slump in April, right, and you have a bad thirty games, people are going to forget that when well, it they, comes yeah, time they, to September. Get out of that. So you have a real small sample size. But here's my thing about Chris Bryant, guys. And I'm gonna I'm gonna break I'm gonna actually talk about baseball for once, but Chris Bryant has the same exact swing. On every pitch, he doesn't know. He doesn't make adjustments in his swing. And if you throw him on the inside corner, you, you're going to get him every single time. You know, and there's people talking behind the scenes that Chris, you know, his dad coached him since he was a little kid. He he won't take anybody else's takes advice. Advice yeah. exactly. And I think that he 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 probably should because you know what. The pitching around uh, Major League Baseball has caught up to Chris Bryant, and Chris Bryant is falling way behind the pitching. And I'll tell you, I mean, the way he came out of the box winning uh, MVP, uh, Rookie of the Year year before that, the Silver Spikes Award before that, I mean, he, he, he was on a pace to be Mike Trout, basically. And then, yeah, they figured him out. That's what people do. They do their homework. They find out your weaknesses, and they exploit the weaknesses. And Bryant has failed to make the adjustments to how these guys are pitching to him. And is Chris Bryant ever going to come back? Memorabilia-wise, I know many people that, <laughs> that want Chris Bryant to come back because, for crying out loud, his bats, game-used bats, were going for $3,000 a piece. do we have our first shout-out? We have our first shout-out. Tonight's special shout-outs. 
Tom Warman. Tom Warman, who brought us Leads up. Leads the list. Of brought the- us up to opening day on the rooftop. And he's the number one Chris Bryant memorabilia collector. Oh, by far. Ever. And you know what? Right there, I'm looking at it right now, William, in that case. One of my most prized possessions. 2019 third baseman's glove uh, that he used at third base, his main glove, which is pretty cool because not switching off our 2020 Cubs observations, which we'll go back to, but I think getting uh, baseball gloves from a player is the most personal item you can get and i was i was really happy to get that here and uh when well, we did that, our t- and that's always going to be super cool because they won the world series that, exactly here they finally won so but here's the thing you can't have chris bryant who's sucking right you cannot have him as your leadoff hitter you can't it's killing them well, they're gonna have to move him down the order for sure we were watching the cardinals this past weekend you might want to hit mace for crying out loud the way he's hitting we are missing we have been missing Dexter Fowler. Oh, no. What about Nick, Nick the Stick Castellanos? The guy is ripping it up. I know. That was the worst move the Cubs I know. did it make. They had him. They had him right there. He wanted to come back. I'll tell you. That was a terrible move. Yeah. I don't know why. And Nick, yeah, Nick wanted to be a Chicago Cub. That move is going to haunt us for years to come. But going back to the other Cubs observations, I don't want to get off the beaten path here. What else, William, are you seeing out there? Well, I'm loving their starting pitching. Is it, is it as good as it's as it been? Is. Yeah, right. I, you know what? I don't think Johnny Lester hasn't lost it completely yet. He's, Hopefully when you listen to this, John Lester just beat the White Sox, yeah, mowed him down. Some, he's yeah. still got some mileage left the way he's throwing. The professor looks like one of the top five pitchers in the league for sure. You know, and uh, other guys are stepping up. And they don't even have Quintana pitching right now. They well, got some young guys that look pretty good. Yeah, the pitching has been a surprise, in my opinion. I thought it would be a weakness. I was unsure about how the relief, uh, the pen has been, and we know what the pen has been. Uh, it's although, been terrible. Although we did get, they have been, but all, uh, all of a sudden, our buddy Craig Kimbrell is on the upswing. And he was if, if he continues to throw like he has his last three or four outings, that could be a season changer for the Cub. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Ian Happ. He's right now number one on the Ian Cubs, Hap, man. Ian man, he's yeah, for sure MVP. Well, so I mean, far. in the shortened season, Ian Happ has showed up, and, you know, he's basically the, he's basically almost playing every game, and he should be. Uh, you know, Ian Happ is a guy. I remember uh, going to see him at the Tennessee Smokies game. I, I followed Ian Happ coming up, and that guy, he, he you know, he struggled just like Almora, which Almora, by the way, oh, my gosh. I mean, he's working his way to being a backup outfielder real quick, and that's probably what he is. The guy can't hit. He has never showed me a really great stretch of, like, uh, oh, my God, look at Almora. Look at, you know, he's never got into one of those grooves. Not that I can recall. He's had a couple great moments with some walk-offs and so forth and on, but as far as having a hot 7 to 10 days, I don't recall it. Uh, great, you know, defensive guy, but uh, not, not you, doing well this you gotta year. you got to love Hap's versatility, too. He's playing all, the, all over the field. He plays it well. He's great in the outfield. You know. Uh, I, I just right now, he is the uh, MVP of the Chicago Cubs. And another guy who just keeps on showing up every single game, every single year. Guy never lets you down. Anthony Rizzo put a C on the man's chest and sign him for, like, he's got to be a Cub forever, right, William? Absolutely, no doubt about it. I mean, just pay the man. Look what he's done for the city of Chicago. He, I, he's actually flipped in my mind. 
I was thinking Javi number one, Rizzo two. Now it's Rizzo one. Well, I mean, Javi two. You got to sign both. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're different. You know, you're going to sign Javi because, you know, he's one of the best in Major League Baseball. Rizzo, just the total package to a team is worth any is worth anything, you know. And eventually he's going to get paid. Probably not what he, he would like to get paid. I mean, he missed out on his, his deal, uh, his the last deal that he signed where, you know, he, you know, he, at the time when he signed the deal, uh, he wanted security, which is what he got. He's set for life, and, you know, he's going to be loved in Chicago forever. And he's going to get a nice contract this time around, so don't feel bad for Anthony Rizzo. He is going to be Mr. Chicago for a very long time, but he's having a, a really steady year, too. Uh, and Wilson Contreras, man, uh, I'm tired of hearing about the pitch framing stuff. I, I, I want that guy as my catcher. No doubt about you know? it. No doubt about it. I love the way he throws back behind runners. And, and dude, is there a better arm. is there a better backup than Victor Carantini? No. I mean, I love that guy too. And Bodie too, coming off the bench. Bodie, uh, clutch man. lately. Clutch. Bodie is just one of those guys you root for, you know. Right. I mean, I know uh, Bill Watts, uh, one of our good his, friends. His son roots for him. They're, no, they're buddies. They're talking a lot. And uh, wait, is that another? Here are tonight's special shout outs. Shout out to Bill Watts' son. Fly the wood. So I think, uh, but yeah, it's a lot of good things happening for the Cubs. The only negative is the bullpen. Even Hayward it hasn't been too bad this year, you know? I mean, usually I get really pissed off at Hayward, but. No, he's had some, you know, some good moments. And, of course, yeah. he's he's good out in the outfield. So, But we need so Javi to start good. hitting, man. We really do. Right. And what else? Any other observations? Any overall observations? Yeah, the season's moving so fast, it's it's really hard to observe. But one thing I like, do you like any of the new stuff? Uh, I, I, you know, I'm a traditionalist uh, for sure. I mean, no, I don't like seven-inning doubleheaders. I don't like putting a runner. No, I guess I don't is the answer to the question. One of the things I like, and it's it's crazy talk right now, but there is some ongoing conversation about it so they completely changed the schedule this year based on what it was going to be based on teams playing each other in a close proximity to cut down on the travel and so forth there is some talk about changing major league baseball to like east central and west coast and then i don't know how you figure out the playoffs and world series and stuff at the end but they would have some kind of division where most of the cubs games would be against the Cardinals, the White Sox, the Twins, the Brewers. Well, make it, yeah, more territorial, more obviously. More territorial, yeah, yeah. which I think does make And you put for, the Twinkies with us. Which would make huh. makes for great uh, rivalries. I'll tell you what, William. It could be the way that we're headed, especially with everything that we've gone through this year. Maybe cutting down travel, you know, and stuff like that. I could see it happening. And you know what? And it makes a lot of sense. It really does. I, I, I definitely could see it happening. I don't know, like, personally, if I really want the White Sox. I don't know if it would be good for the city of Chicago. You'd just be fighting know. a whole lot more. I mean, this, you know, like, for this well, year, like, we only got to fight six times. So do you it's like not that the bad. interleague play? Oh, I love interleague play. play. I, I, well, you know, the best thing about interleague play for me is that I can go see stadiums that I wouldn't normally go see, you know, so. Right, exactly. But, I mean, I love interleague play. Uh, I look forward to I mean, to, do you to, like that, though, Cub Sox when they play? That's oh, fun. of course. I love it's it. Fun. I love it. But, I, yeah, just to be fighting with White Sox fans, like, all yeah, year long. We can know? be lovers, not fighters. We talk about that all the time. Oh, Speaking know. of which, I got a message for you. You do? Based on last week's show. Okay or last show. I don't know if you recall last show, but 
We had. Uh, I barely remember any of these shows. I know, but we had. Um, We're Seba- doing them under the influence all the time. I don't know if anybody knows that. <laughs> we, had, we had Sebastian Maniscalco on our show. Oh, yeah, last week. And you didn't think it was him. You thought it was somebody else. Do you remember that? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, who was it? You thought it was Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay, yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. Well, I have a message for you. Yeah. How you doing, Stowe? It's your friend Dice over here, you know what I mean? Uh, Come on, you know, hickory, dickory, dock. Some chick was sucking my cock. You know that guy. I mean, I'm not Sebastian... Whatever his name is, Maniscalco, right? Yeah, no, I did his act 30 years before he did. And frankly, you know what? I still do it better. But you want to talk about quality? Listen to Club 400 Podcast. I mean, those guys are the coolest fuckers on the planet. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, can we swear on podcasts? Oh! That's for you, buddy. Hey, uh... (laughs) We line them all. I didn't hear any of that stuff before. I didn't know that was going on, but I bet you John Bennett is so happy he officially left the podcast. I know he would have edited three words now. John and his beep beep beep. I like listen. I I don't listen to our podcast. Once they're done, they're done. But once in a while, I'll listen to it. Hey, shout out to John Benedict. Here are tonight's special shout outs. Shout out to John Benedict, who is. Rocking it as the he's probably at Wrigley Field right now, in the booth. He's taking requests. Take, take yeah. He's gotten to that. He point. still hasn't done one one of my songs. You know when you guys were on the rooftop, and yeah. my my wife was in the hospital, he sends me a message during the game, on a text, and he said, "Hey, I want to play a song for your wife. What you want to hear?" Well, she was sedated, so I didn't know. I think I said, "Play." Can you play? I want to be sedated. There you go. Johnny, Johnny, come on, Johnny. dude. Johnny, I'm gonna. I'm this, we're gonna see if John's listening. All right, John, if you're listening, text me the word broccoli because I know he's he, he's done with us, dude. This, so this is just to see if John's ever if broccoli. he's checking us out. He's probably already pissed off because of the five swear words today, but that's all right. He probably but, turned it off. Or uh, any more observations? I think I'm good with what we I'm have good. there. Um, I did want to point out a few things. Like I said, we're done. Like we're done for events this year, but you know, we might have a few tricks up our sleeve, you know? Um, and if we do them, uh, we're thinking about, we'll, we'll do them with social distancing in mind. They will not be at club 400, but we got a couple ideas and we're working on it right now. So, um, if you're jonesing for an event, we might have one for you coming up soon. That's a teaser. We got a big meeting coming up this week, and I think we can get it done because both parties want to do it. And it'll involve a baseball game outside with Club 400 Lager. And that's all we can tell you. And all I can say is I wouldn't say it if I don't think we have really good, got good legs on it, and I believe we do. So, uh, uh, I was going to tell you, uh, William... Club 400 beer. We're going to get some merchandise at Crystal Lake Brewery. So we don't have one thing with Club some 400 merch. Brew. Some merch. So be on the lookout for some uh, Club 400 merch, specifically only sold at Crystal Lake Brewery for now. 
Nice. So we want to drive you to the brewery. We want you to grab some brew while you're there, which now I'm excited to say, thanks to John O'Fallon, since July 1st, money proceeds from Club 400 Lager will go to Club 400. And that's the way we had always planned it. want to thank John O'Fallon, Ryan Clooney from Chris Lake Brewery, and that's the thing, dude. A lot of people think, like, I've been making money off this beer. I haven't made a penny off this beer. But, you know, with everything that's gone on, last year was kind of a test run for uh, the beer. And then, you know, we had a game plan in place, working together and raising money for charity. That's for John and Ryan. And then the pandemic hit. So we put things on hold, but they're back. Club 400 Lager, the quickest, fastest selling beer that Chris Lake Brewery's had. By the way, I want a beer delivery guy shirt. No problem. And I want the name on there to be Randy. Randy? Yeah, I don't know why. I just want Randy. To Randy or Chuck. Chuck Liddell? Whatever. So I don't know. I think, I, what do you, you got anything else, William? You got anything else you want to hit up here? You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm ready to. Get rolling on this weekend series against the Sox. By the way, I want to thank you, my brother. I really want to thank you because this is fact, not fiction, right? Club 400 gives everything away, all our money away. We don't have any money in our bank account. In fact, I uh, went to the bank banker the other day, Chase Bank. Jay, big fan of Chase Bank. And I, 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 I special shout out Chase Bank. Shout out to Chase, Chase Bank. Bank. Who I said, hey, I have some overdrafts. I had overdrafts at Club 400. This money going out at the wrong time, money going in, one of those things. But that's to tell you that we, we, give, all, we give all our money away. And um, you, what did you do, William? Because I got a check in the mail for like $1,200, $1,300. It was awesome. Yeah, that's actually a shout-out. Here are tonight's special shout-outs. To all of the people who donated to my birthday they have these birthday fundraisers on the facebook yeah and i did you can pick whatever your favorite charity is and i picked club 400 i just thought you know it would be interesting right i knew the money was down to zero and you need money for things oh yeah and you know what it helps out because with with chase which it shouldn't be because i got all my accounts with them you have to have a fifteen hundred dollar at all time in there, or they charge you for the banking fee of like 25, it's either 15, 25, whatever. We're getting charged for that now, which sucks because, you know, we, you know, we are a 501c3 company and, uh, you know, we don't like to lose any money, especially money donated and lose right. it to the it's, banks. So. It's not going to but I want to, I want to say thanks to you. Well, and I you know what? Club 400 is always looking for sponsorships and donors. I promise you the money will go to the right place. Uh, you know, our story is growing daily. I think, you know, the closer we get to raising $1 million out of the basement, the more and more we're going to become well-known for what we're doing over here. So we're inviting any sponsors or any donors to come in and help out. And I'll tell you what, you could pick the charity that you want to pick. You can pick the person that you want it. And, you know, we'll make sure 100% of that money goes through Club 400 to that person. We're not here to make any cuts at all. We want to, I want to get to a million dollars as fast as possible because when I, when I said that publicly, when I said my goal is to raise $1 million for Cub fans, it wasn't just something I said. I understood the gravity behind the statement because if I don't 
raise a million dollars. Well, then, A, I failed, you know, and I don't like failing. And, and B, I talk shit, and I don't like to talk shit, William. I'm, I, I'm as real as they come. And, you, know, you can ask anybody that knows me. And you know, I put a bounty on my head, but I really felt that, you know, that we could do it. And I really well, felt it was, a go- it, was a go- it was a realistic goal, but it wasn't a weak goal, you know. Well, we're going out every night trying to promote Club 400, and I actually donated my liver to Club 400. So, <laughs> Pretty much, buddy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if I was a smart man when I thought of this million-dollar great idea, I would have said Club 400 wants to raise $400,000 for Cub fans and Cubs-related charities because guess what? We had met no, the goal at no, 460. No. We were over the and goal. And then you would have shut it down. $1 million. So there'd be nothing happening here. $1 million sounds way better. We will do it. it. We will do it together. Has One has a family, just like we did on the rooftop. Everybody respected one another, and uh, we had a great time. And we are a family. The Club 400 family is one, and uh, we'll get together soon here at Club 400, raising money for great causes. We love you guys. Go Cubs. William? Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three. Okay. Here is the Club 400 tip of the week. You got it? I'm stealing it from Twitter. Steal it. All right. This is for Wrigleyville residents. So I've been down to like four four games this year? Or three. Three, three games. Four. I went to Wrigleyville Dogs. You've been to four. Every game. You've been to four. I've been to four. Well, here comes the boss walking in now. I'm she going said, to five tomorrow. She threw up her four fingers. Oh, she said you've been to four. Well, she knows. She knows. So anyways, uh, Wrigleyville Dogs, right across from the Metro? Yes. Unlike some drive throughs you don't have, you could walk or bike through the drive through and make your order. So you know, great. if you try to do that, the burbs are going to arrest you or something. Yeah. Right. You can be as drunk as you want and order Wrigleyville dogs from the window. You do have to have pants on, though. You do. That's and a, I'll tell you what, I have a lot of really good tips of the week, and we're going to do one every week. This one's a little weaker than some, but I saw it on Twitter, and, and I actually did it recently. So that's why I was like, man, I got to... To give this as a tip of the week. So Rick, uh, check out Wrigleyville Dogs when you're down there, guys. That's a real Vienna Beef Chicago-style hot dog. And don't you dare put ketchup on it because William does because he's from Minnesota and he has no freaking clue. That, again, is fake news. Are, what, we, are we done? All right. Well, uh, what are we going to go out on? You get, you, oh, I get some A music. song? You got a song? Oh, I do. All right. Let's go on a song. Cub fans, uh, when we come back, let's win about another five, six, seven games. Looking forward to our next podcast. And guess what? We might have an event coming up. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming. It's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. And time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps a rolling on down to San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When 
I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. dining car they're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars well i know i had it coming i know i can't be free but those people keep a moving and that's what tortures me Let that lonesome whistle blow my blues away. 